You're listening to the Moorish Kingdom Podcast. I am your host, D. Miller L. If you're new here, welcome. If you're back, welcome back. Uh, very glad to have taken a little time off from the mic, but you guys know I've been very busy with this episode here. I'll be able to bring you up to speed. Stay tuned. Get ready. Welcome back, gang. All right. So let's start from the top. Again, if you're new here, this is a Bitcoin podcast, or at least I use my platform to document uh, my Bitcoin experience, what's been happening in the space, um, the different happenings. You know, sometimes I cover current events. Other times I kind of discuss what's got my attention, right? Something that I may be tinkering with in the space. Uh, And as I've stated, I've been gone for about a month and a half almost. So almost about 45 days or so. Uh, I know that we concluded our last session with the uh, BTC Prague. We talked a little bit about ordinals um, as they've been entering the space. I see that they've gained a lot of support. I did uh, hear through the grapevine that Uh, Bitcoin Magazine is supporting those efforts over there. Um, My take on the ordinals is that they're antithetical to Bitcoin. It doesn't make sense that we would take a a fungible token and turn it into a non-fungible token through an ordering system and the likes. That just doesn't sit right with me. But uh, for details on that, you guys go back into the archive. I've got plenty of episodes covering my position on that okay so I would say a few days after the last episode I cut ties with my primary social media platforms so I think the last episode was like mid-June and then towards the end of June I cut ties with my social media So I know that you guys may have been following me on Clubhouse. I think I have my largest following over there. Uh, Twitter, I think, came in second. I think followed by Instagram. And then last was like my Facebook or something like that. All of those have become inactive. I haven't actually removed the pages because I've left my new links so that you guys can find me on on the new protocols and platforms that I'm using. I still got those there, but uh, I guess they'll be there as long as those pages are up until I just completely deactivate those. And I'm sure with uh, with a certain amount of time, I will do so as far as uh, completely delete my Facebook, my Instagram, Twitter, etc. And that actually brings us to like our first, I will say topic. And it has to do with uh, Twitter. I think Twitter was my main source for Bitcoin content. Not YouTube. uh, Not Clubhouse. But Twitter. Bitcoin Twitter. However, uh, Bitcoin Twitter, like towards the end of my time on there, and really it wasn't just 
towards the end, like I started to get an inkling of what I felt was a problem. And part of this problem is shared by all the platforms. It's the whole centralized data collecting, um, advertising kind of model that they have there where, you know, we as the users are the product and they're selling our eyeballs to advertisers. So it literally becomes uh, a platform where they want to know what you like. They put it in front of you and sell that to the advertisers. And instead of you being able to connect with people, you're really just connecting with business or advertisers. And it just, it's, it's a real energy suck, right? So it's not a great experience at all. And in fact, it's pretty toxic, which is, uh, you know, just kind of bringing me to my, my first dad joke. Twitter X, or I should say Twitter changing its name to X is, it's it's fitting, right? Because in my personal experience, it reminds me of my ex, right? And the toxicity that was there (laughs) in that relationship. So uh, not interested in maintaining those type of uh, relationships in my life. Just going to keep it real, keep it straightforward. It's, uh, it is way, it's too many of the same, you know, we'll say signature patterns of a bad relationship. So I don't want to engage with social media if that is the nature of the relationship, right? If I'm the product and they're just kind of harvesting my energy and it's just really, really, really one-sided, we're not gonna be doing that, (laughs) right? We're not gonna be doing that. just not worth it it's just not worth it so i've been 45 days now no major social media uh i'd be lying if i said i don't watch youtube i'm definitely a youtube head but i don't make any content for youtube i just watch so that's how that goes um for my social media usage you guys tell me Have you ever cut off social media for any extended period of time? How'd you feel? Why did you do it? Did you go back? Just a uh, couple of questions that I have surrounding you guys' social media usage. Um, So, of course, I did have to... I did decide that I was going to be using another platform. I did tell everyone you know, that last episode where I'd be doing my thing. And it's still the same. You guys will be able to catch me on Noster, N-O-S-T-R. If you're not familiar, I recommend you get familiar. First and foremost, there's no CEO, right? Just like Bitcoin. Uh, You're gonna have a private and a public key, just like Bitcoin. So it's important that you understand it from that perspective. It is a protocol, just like Bitcoin. So that means things can be built on top of it. Right? Creates this really cool, like, interoperability. Like it makes, there's a lot of ease to that. It's open source. So it's great great everything about it is awesome i've been having a good time again after about a month 
Uh, if we kind of just do some, we'll say some stats. I'm, uh, I'm at about 100 followers. I'm at about 100 people that I follow. I uh, did about, I think, 15,000 in, in uh, zaps so far. This is sending lightning payments over the Nordster protocol. It's real smooth, real cool. I love it. Um, you know, the, I think the greatest value in this whole concept is that, you know, everyone is just accustomed to likes and follows. And this kind of equates to clout or fame, but it doesn't necessarily equate to money. And we see a lot of people, unfortunately, destroy themselves for nothing, right? For clout and fame, destroy their reputations, destroy their character for clout and fame. Uh, but I think really the, the main reason why they were doing that was not just for the attention. I think they were trying to make a living, right? A lot of these influencers or these people that are out here on social media trying to get your attention. Many of them are just trying to make a living. Uh, I just think that it's a, a more earnest step by incorporating zaps into a social media platform just because, you know, a person doesn't necessarily have to, you know, stoop to below what they feel comfortable with or what they feel is representative of, of, of themselves, you know, to earn their keep. Right, I still think value for value doesn't mean uh, everybody is just going to give you some money. It does mean that you're going to want to make sure you're producing value. And there is nothing wrong with, you know, receiving value in exchange. There, you know, I, I kind of grew up on a certain principle or a certain ideal that a servant is worthy of his hire. So be sure that you're compensating people. That's only right. Um, along with, you know, these stats that I was talking about, I did make that the very first milestone for us there on Noster. So uh, basically, I stated that for those of us that were supporting, and when I mean support, I mean those folks that were boosting my notes. This is kind of like sharing, right, or reposting. Uh, for reposting, I was zapping people, which was a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you became a new follower and you kind of commented in my comment section like, hey, you know, nice to meet you or I just followed or whatever the case may be. You could just say what's up. Um, I definitely zapped all my new followers. So that that still stands. That's a form of my zappertizing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> zappertizing. I've been kind of keying in on how to do that. It's been really cool just to kind of immerse myself in this new in this new area, right? This new social media. It's been interesting. Um, oh, but I do want to make an announcement, right? I definitely want to make an announcement. I've already made the announcement there on Noster. But after hitting that first milestone of 100 follows, I, um, I said that I will be giving away a piece of art uh, from our Bitcoin art collection. So yes, our winner is DSIV. Salute to DSIV. Actually became a follower not too long ago. Right? Announced himself in the comment section. I guess he liked my uh, my catchphrase. You guys haven't had an opportunity. I've kind of developed it a little bit since I've been on Noster. 
Um, it is, it is a kind of like a playoff of stack sats and stay humble or stay humble stack sats. Yeah, my my tag phrase or what have you is um, zap sats. So that's that's kind of a, a head nod to Noster. Zap sats, batch bits. This one I haven't actually exposed my meaning on. It can actually mean a whole lot of things, especially if you apply, apply it to your own Bitcoin experience and what you do as a Bitcoiner. But for me, I've been using uh, Zebedee. You guys know that's a, a social platform, a gaming platform, where you can earn Bitcoin by gaming and taking surveys and stuff like that. So I've been using, I've been gaming and I've been able to make, you know, We'll say hundreds of sats at a time. So this is what I mean by batching bits. If you guys didn't know, 100 sats equals one bit. Similar to the idea of dollars and pennies. So 100 pennies makes a dollar. Right? A bit would be, we'll say, the equivalent of a quote-unquote dollar. Many people say we're likely to hit that level of parity much faster than, you know, one dollar equaling one Satoshi. Right, I think it makes a lot more sense that at some point, once Satoshi hit a one penny, before it, uh, before then. But anyway, that's that's here nor there. Uh, let me finish the tagline for you guys before I kind of get caught up with that. It is Zapsats, Batch Bitch, <laughs> Batch Bits, support Bitcoin artists. Now you guys know that I've been pushing Bitcoin art now. Mm, I know I've been collecting for more than a year and a half. I think we're getting close to about two years now. So it's, it's been a little while, especially in terms of Bitcoin years. A lot of things change in Bitcoin in two years. All right. So, oh, and uh, as far as which piece was, uh, which piece was uh, in the giveaway, it's the taproot. I have a taproot bunny picture uh, that I think is pretty cool. So I'm happy to get that over to you. Again, uh, all you guys got to do is head on over to raretoshi.com. Be sure that you set up your account. Once your account is set up, just let me know. And I'll be able to shoot that over to you if you ever happen to win any of our giveaways. Our next giveaway is starting now. Our goal is 200 follows there on Noster. Get on over there and follow me. Once we actually achieve the goal, I'll be giving away two pieces from the art collection. So that's gonna mean we're gonna have two winners instead of one. Two winners. Once we get to 200 follows, and then of course you can receive zaps too just by boosting my post if you're already a follower. So if you're already following me, you see that I'm active there on Noster. Go ahead and boost a note that you that you like, you know, that you're feeling. And that's going to get you a zap. So earn some zaps by sharing my post. That's going to help me get my message out there. Help me get the podcast out there and get my followers count up. Appreciate y'all support on that. And again, if you're supporting me, I'm happy to support you. That's just how this thing goes. It's only right. 
Alrighty. Uh, last up, man, we're closing out. I hope you guys have been doing good. Like I said, I've been doing good. I kind of just feel like I've been going through withdrawals, you know, having cut off my social media, you know, cut off my, my toxic ex. <laughs> um, and got on Noster. You know what I mean? It's, it's been good for me. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of why I say it's been good for me. So as you guys know, and I've just made mention of, I'm heavy into the Bitcoin art scene. And what's really cool is that there are a whole lot of artists on Noster. I found them through a hashtag, which is kind of what you want to do on Noster. You can follow people like you would normally expect, but you can also follow hashtags on Noster as well. So let me actually, I got some show notes here. Let me tell y'all some of the hashtags that I think you should follow. Uh, first and foremost, follow Ask Noster. So you would just put like a hashtag, A-S-K-N-O-R, or excuse me, N-O-S-T-R, Noster. Uh, Ask Noster is the hashtag. This is where you will put your own questions and even find questions that have been asked and even get the answers to. So really like a FYI or, you know, frequently asked questions, something like that. Ask Noster. The next hashtag I would recommend, and this was where I found majority of the artists, uh, was the hashtag Artster. So just think art, put an S on the end, and then TR. So Artster. Found a lot of cool people there. Uh, the next one that I would recommend, these actually, you guys might already be familiar with these. These are the two series that I feel are probably the most important art pieces created to kind of represent this time in Bitcoin. And this time meaning the beginning, right? The beginning, because I believe that we're still very early and we are in the beginning. The two hashtags are BitRunners, B-I-T-R-U-N-N-E-R-S, BitRunners. That's the one series. And then the other series is the Cypherpunks. Cypherpunk. Right? C-Y-P-H-E-R-P-U-N-K-S. Cypherpunks. Cypherpunk. Those two series in particular found on Noster are going to be, I feel like, the most important pieces of art, especially in the digital space, created. Because it really captures, in my opinion, um, the zeitgeist, right? The spirit. And that's my, that's my personal position, right? That's, that's what I think. That's what I feel. And... Um, that's what I'm kind of betting on, right? I'm kind of pushing for that. I'd like to spread Bitcoin awareness and, and generate greater Bitcoin adoption through the arts. That is why I'm so supportive and why I feel that Bitcoin art and these two series are so important, right? I, I really, again, for the new people here, you may not be able to follow my logic right now. So let me kind of slow it down and kind of give you a conclusion that we've kind of all come to in this space some time ago. 
And again, it's just an idea that Bitcoiners have come up with. And it's this idea of means to movements to markets. I'm a heavy proponent of this idea. Right. I think memes are a way of communicating to the masses. Um, I think that the memes themselves, after they hit the masses, they do generate a quote unquote movement of sorts. Right. People end up adopting it. It may be changing the way that people communicate. It may change the way that people are active. Right. It may change the way that people think about a certain subject. This is the movement. And then finally, the market. The market uh, to me is what, you know, what, what it sounds like. Supply and demand. Um, <clears throat> and I think that we're all kind of searching for the same thing, value. Right, value comes in a lot of different forms and fashions. But I think we're all in the hunt for value. And we want to exchange value. Hence that term, value for value. Uh, now, let me get specific as we kind of close out here. Let me get specific from the Artster hashtag. This is one of the reasons why Nostra is, uh, again, a good space for me. So I found a post by Cortez. Let me go ahead and pull this up. I want to I want to literally read this to you guys. OK, so Cortez says I attended a new art exhibition in Manchester today with the theme of economics. He says Golden and Cinebi produce work that probe the concealed operation of the financial world. Here they reimagine the art museum as a central bank. Observing that a museum's stores collection is their financial asset that lies dormant. So they then took the stored asset and printed using a printing press as many copies of it as they could. A quantitative easing of their prized asset and of the museum's economy. It says museums are central banks. Artster Art Club, right? And then, of course, Cortez is recommending if you get a chance to go check out the exhibition. Now, why is that? Why is that important to me? So I've been communicating that as well. Um, not exactly what Cortez is saying, but I've been making a connection between bankers and the arts. And as Bitcoiners, we are our own bank, especially when we get into self-custody right BYOB be your own bank is a theme that has permeated this space for years now be your own bank now this idea of the centralization um, that kind of speaks to the minting process when I think of liquid NFTs when I think NFTs and art and I think of how they produce their art there is a minting process you know, uh, again, kind of brings me back to, um, you know, some of the ways that I kind of guide myself in the space. There are certain events that happen, certain signs that I, you know, I, they just kind of come to me and I realize, oh, this is it. This is, uh, this is important. This is a sign 
to keep going, right? Another door unlocked, <laughs> hidden door unlocked. So speaking of this idea of the mint, right? There is a, where I live, there's this really nice kind of like club or what have you. Um, it's called the mint. It's up there in Scottsdale. If you guys ever been to uh, Arizona, recommend Scottsdale. There's a nice little lounge called The Mint. This lounge slash club, um, again, very nice, pretty, pretty large size. Uh, it is an old bank. Yeah, they actually have the vault still in there so that it still has that bank kind of vibe. You know, I find it interesting, you know, I find it super interesting um, that it kind of like that landmark itself is kind of a staple in my own mind. It's a, a memory that I have, not just the, the landmark itself, the location itself, but I went there for a, a New Year's, a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun there. It was a, a really cool experience to be out that night. But... I really just want to make the connection between us as Bitcoiners, the arts, and how this particular exhibit was themed. I thought it was really, really interesting. Like I said, it resonates with me on so many levels that I was actually inspired to start up the podcast again. That's actually what brought me out today. Um, I definitely see all of the, all, all the signs are, you know, pointing to the moon right now. We are on our way back to the moon. I can already see at some point this uh, bear market that we're in will conclude, right? Nothing lasts forever. I hope you guys are ready for the bull market when it arrives. I think a lot of people are going to get their face melted off. I also think in that next cycle this conversation that I'm having with you now, this dialogue that I'm having with you now, I think, and actually, let me just put it like this. In that next bull run, I wouldn't be surprised if what I'm talking about isn't necessarily the main conversation piece. As I see the ordinal peoples kind of revving up, I think that that will kind of be overshadowed by, we'll say liquid NFTs and the liquid side chain. I see a lot of revving up. One of the things that I see is the implementation of simplicity, the programming language. Um, because of the taproot upgrade to Bitcoin, it is easy from my understanding and you guys do your own research. Leave a comment below if I get this completely wrong. <laughs> but I think that uh, I have the basic gist, I think. Um, there is a Bitcoin script, right, that uh, is associated with Bitcoin. This is kind of like the logic. And simplicity is a script or a logic that can be applied. And in fact, they can be interchanged. So again, because of the upgrade to Bitcoin called Taproot, now we can actually use a different scripting language for Bitcoin as well as for the liquid sidechain. I think this is going to bring about some very interesting innovations over the next few years. Along with those innovations, I think that liquid NFTs will be taking off as well. 
just my prediction. Uh, obviously, it is my hope as well because I want to see this space move forward. Um, I'm of the opinion that these liquid NFTs are going to be integral to hyper-Bitcoinization. I've said this before, I'll say it again. I think that the masses adopting Bitcoin is going to come about through Bitcoin art. I think that's how it's going to become commonplace, right? I think that first and foremost, it's, it's more important as opposed to sounding like the most intelligent people on the planet, which I think Bitcoiners are. I'll say that again. I've never met such intelligent people. I think Bitcoiners are the most intelligent people, but that is not what is going to bring about Bitcoin adoption. Bitcoin adoption, in my opinion, has to do with people being able to connect and relate. That's what money does. It connects people. It allows for us to relate. Right? In extended fashion. Um, and that's going to come through art. I think we've always, as humans, been able to show and share our humanity through our arts. So this would be no different because we're still human beings at the end of the day. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I've said a lot. I've said a lot, but it has been a while since I've spoken with you guys. Uh, I did miss you. Um, let's see anything else I need to say before I let you guys go make sure that you give us a like a share a subscribe whatever platform you're listening to us on um, be sure to follow on Noster that is where we are now as far as social media you can find us under MKD podcast Anything else? I think that's it, folks. Oh, I know one more thing. Um, I want to say thank you to all of our supporters. We would not be here if it wasn't for you. Um, we appreciate your continued support. And for those of you that are maybe wanting to support and have not at this time or um, you haven't to up until this point, head on over to Rare Toshi. You can find my profile there on Rare Toshi. This is where you're going to find my art collection. My name there is Bitsy. B-I-T-S-I. Bitsy. You can find me there. You can support the podcast by picking up some Bitcoin art. Keep in mind, when you support the art that's there, a portion of those funds will be going back to the original artist. You can actually see that information for yourself on the website there at reartoshi.com you can actually find out what the royalty percentage is if you are interested in that information it is right there uh, again thank you for your su continued support we would not be able to do this without you support 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 i love what i do i love continuing to do it i want to take it to another level all right family catch you on the next episode Peace.